all-time favorite stories of teaching music to, to young children. Um, we ever, at the end of every class, we had like a lullaby, right? And and the kids have been moving and dancing and doing all of this kind of stuff. And and it's parent-child classes, right? So 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 what we did was we were we were using this song, which you probably know. It's the light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine, right? And but we had I had slowed it down, right? So it was this little light of mine, right? And at the end of the class. We always really gently turn the lights back up and then we like sing a goodbye song. So there was this little one. She was about three years old and she was sitting in her mama's lap <laughs> singing the lullaby and singing a lullaby. And then she starts, she got up and she starts moving, right? Like this. And everybody else in the class, they're like, you know, quiet and it's dark and or, you know, reduced lighting. And when the lights came on, I started putting the lights on. She goes like this. Really? <gasps> because she felt oh. that her song turned the lights on. Oh, my God. It was one magic beautiful, oh. magical moments in my life. Honest to God. Oh, my gosh. So beautiful. Have you ever experienced something so crippling in your life that has made you feel broken? I have. Are you someone who has a giving heart but is struggling to feel good themselves? Are you consistently putting your needs aside to take care of everyone else? If so, you're not alone. Giving starts with giving to yourself so that you are able to give of yourself to other people. Isn't it time you took back control and discovered what makes you tick? Join me in my journey and find out how you can feel better about yourself, live your best life, and share that with others. Thinking of yourself, it doesn't make you selfish. It makes you brave. I'm Nelia, and this is the Giving Starts With You podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Giving Starts With You podcast where we try to give you the tools to help you through your journey. Because let's face it, we all have challenges. And on this show, we try to really help you um, with different strategies, different tools. And you guys all know how much I love music. And you know how much I believe music is healing. Well, today, I am so excited to share with you a new friend that I have just met here online over the screen, but I feel like I already know her in person. Uh, Ashana, <laughs> welcome to the show. How are you? Oh, I'm wonderful, Nelia. I'm so glad to be with you. This is just wonderful. This is exciting. So thank you for having me. Thank you. And her beautiful background. We'll have to get into that. So everybody, I just want you to welcome performer, recording artist, sound healer, and teacher Ashana to the Giving Starts With You podcast. Ashana is one of the premier healing music artists and new age vocalists of our time. She weaves together soaring angelic vocals and the celestial sound of alchemy crystal singing bowls. This is something I don't know too much about, and I am so excited to learn more. This exquisitely crafted sonic tapestry has been hailed by listeners all over the world as breathtaking and a gift from heaven. 
A lifelong student of yoga and mantra for many of the world's spiritual traditions, Ashana has led two online meditation meditations touching the lives of more than 20,000 people in 50 countries, if you can believe it. As a renowned master crystal bowl artist, teacher, and sound healer, Ashana is an expert in the field of sound healing with crystal bowls, training students from all over the world in the art of applying crystalline sound to therapeutic and artistic healing modalities in her crystal bowl mastery program. Ashana lives near Sedona, Arizona, with her husband, native Hawaiian healer, James Kauai Nui. I hope I said that. I hope I pronounced <laughs> his name all right. Ashana, I am so excited to have you here, honestly. Mm-hmm. And we all know that music is healing. Um, and music can be a very powerful tool to get us through those challenging times, to help us get up in the morning, to connect ourselves, to set intentions, all of those things. And mm-hmm. I am ready to learn from you, girl. Like, I just, <laughs> I, I am so excited to to have my audience learn from you and for you to just help us understand how music can be so healing. So I've got to ask you. Okay. Beautiful bowls in the background. This is your home. This, this is, is my your sanctuary. This is mm-hmm. a beautiful, without even hearing them, I can feel the peace. And I just want to tell the audience that they're in for a treat. There will be a recording um, that I'm going to share at the end of this podcast. And you guys are going to be delighted. You're going to be peaceful. I want you to put your headphones on and it's going to be amazing. So besides your bio, Ashana, Ashana, who are you? Who are you? And give us something above the bio. Can you tell us something that will just connect us with with you and what you do? You know, Nelia, that's such a wonderful question. Um, And the way I want to answer it is to respond to your invitation to everybody in the group. You know, people who are having challenges, people who have, uh, you know, and we all have challenges, people who have been struggling, you know, could be with um, our mental wellness, could be with our emotional wellness, could be with our physical wellness. And I want everybody to know that I've been there and I've walked that path too. I have to say that music and sound, vibration, energy healing has been a lifeline for me in many, many ways, in in, in just a, a wide gamut of ways. It's been that place where I could find my joy. It's been that place where I finally learned to quiet my mind down. It's been a place where I can rest. It's been a place where I learned how to affirm myself. Mm. Um, It's been a place where I've grown. It's been a place where I've confronted a lot of my shadow. 
and and those when I say shadow, you know, those parts of our 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 mind, our our psycholog our psychology that can present so many of our challenges. It's been the place where um, when those challenges, it's been actually a, a, a proving ground for those challenges as I've had to learn to be persistent. I had to learn to develop discipline. I had to learn to um, face my pride. Mm. Place where I had to learn humility. Um, place where I learned to love myself. A place where I learned um, that about perfectionism and uh, and and how to overcome that. A place where I learned about resistance. A place where I've learned to serve. A place where I've learned to connect with my higher power, God, Goddess, all that is. And if it wasn't for sound and vibration, I don't know that I would have a spiritual practice. Mm. So that that's wow. Bio. And here it is. This is amazing. I mean, already you have given us so much insight into all the reasons and all the benefits and all the things that music can do for anyone listening. So thank you for sharing that. How did this journey begin? When did this start, your interest with music? Like when I was a little girl. <laughs> you know, that was one of those things, you know, where you just have this love. Um, and, and honestly, I think most children have that. You know, because in my experience teaching music to young children, which I did for many years, you know, I have to say, I hardly ever met a kid that didn't, you know, the, the, the exuberance of moving, the exuberance of singing and letting your voice out, um, the, the love of just singing along in, in community. Um, with voices raised together, the love of playing an instrument and using the physicalness of your body to make sound. You know, I think this is inherent in ev in all of humanity. Mm -hmm. And and so I I had that, you know, growing up. So um, I I learned I started learning my first instrument um, when I was just a little girl, uh, but I always knew that I wanted to sing. And, and through a bunch of circumstances in my childhood, that door really didn't open for me until I was a teenager. And by that time, I'd already been playing guitar, I'd been writing my own songs, I was, you know, performing at the church, <laughs> and, you know, that I was raised in. Um, and at that point in time, I, 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 I'd gone to a high school that had a specialized program in music and the arts for, for, um, for teenagers, for the people in the high school. And I joined my first uh, madrigal choir, you know, when I was, what, in ninth grade? So I forget mm -hmm. how old I was, have been 12 or 13. And it was amazing. Mm. You know, that piece of singing music 
that was so beautiful. It was like 16th century, 17th, 16th, 15th, 16th century madrigals. And it's like an open and, and, and a whole new world for me. And we were like a small choir of maybe 12 to 16 people. And we, we, we trained, we had classes every day, and then we would, we would go out because I grew up in New York City. You know, I, I, I remember the times we, we would sit in, uh, and go to the park and, in Washington Square Park in Greenwich Village. And we would all gather down there because our music teacher lived in the village. And, and we would just sing. And, you know, this was before the buskers, right? You know, this is before like everybody got their camera on and all of a sudden you're viral, right? This yeah. was just because you did it because you weren't trying to, um, you know, get on a social media feed. It and, felt and, good. And that was it. You just did it because it felt amazing and because it made you happy. And there was this just collective love of, of sound and, and community. It was, it was so wonderful. And from there, I went to, to college and I got introduced to musical theater and I fell in love. And then I went to conservatory um, at the Manus College of Music in New York City. And I was introduced to opera and classical music. And I got to sing with orchestras and I got to sing in ensembles. And, and then I had a, you know, I went into uh, summer theater and, and, and stock and was dinner theater. And I was doing you know, musicals like Showboat and Irene and, you know, <laughs> Sullivan. And then, and then I, it's just like, it just kind of went, mm -hmm. I just kept following my joy. And Sean, <laughs> I've got to ask you, you know, cause in this world today, people are so determined to do everything in order. And we were just speaking about how my son is at a crucial part in his life where he's deciding what he wants to do. And a lot of his friends are saying, well, you need to go after the money. You need to do this. You need to do that. And I'm like, just go where your heart is telling you and go where your passion is. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to ask you, because you're someone who is living the dream. You're mm -hmm. living um, your life intentionally, purposefully mm -hmm. in the way that you choose to do that. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give some of those people today that are maybe have some fear about living that um, with all the people maybe in their ears saying, well, music can't be something that you can make a life out of. Music can't be, you know, it's just a hobby. Like sometimes you're right. As a, as a child, we, you know, I don't know any kids that don't gravitate to music but as an adult you know we start to have responsibilities and people lose that connection which I find is one of the most saddest things um, because people just stop doing what they love yes. and another thing in addition to music one of the things that is healing is doing what you love so can you give anybody you know maybe there's somebody out there right now who's listening who wants to do music or who wants to do some type of art and they're just fearful of what people are going to say, or can they make a career out of it? Or, you know, I don't know. I just feel like you're the poster woman for how it, you know, can be. And I, I want to encourage people to continue with the arts. Well, I, I want to have a little caveat to what you said, because I think it's not just about the arts. Mm. You know, we have, we have that feeling inside of us that just goes, you know, I want to be outside. I want to be a gardener. 
I want to be a botanist. I I want to I want to work with animals. Mm -hmm. I you know I want to cook. You know I I it I wanna I wanna I wanna and it's that little thing inside of you that when you feel it expand and you know this you could like tune into your own energy so hopefully everybody understands what i mean when i say that so we all have a, an energetic makeup and when you feel and just get quiet for a moment and you you can close your eyes and just kind of settle into your own body and sense in your entire body and when you think about something that you're doing or that you're passionate about or that you're drawn to and you feel your energy expand and what i mean by that is you may start to feel happy you may start to feel a sense of lightness you may start to feel a sense of joy you may feel this thing inside of you that goes wow wouldn't that be amazing i would just love to do that so that's step one is being able to tune in to that sensation and that feeling and recognize it that that's your soul speaking to you that is the voice of your inner being your essence self that is the voice of your god self just calling you to it part of your purpose now some of that might be i want to help somebody i want to be a healer it could be you know i want to write you know it could, i need to dance so it, it it, it doesn't matter what it is. You know, when my dad was, was growing up and he was a young man, he got the opportunity to be a printer. And he, be, he became a printer for the New York Daily News. Wow. And, 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 you know, back in the 1940s, he had his apprenticeship and he wanted to be a printer. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he stayed with that. And then he also had an eye for photography. And so he leaned into that. And so it's, it's just, you follow that, that sweet voice within. Now I want to tell everybody that following your dream doesn't mean that you don't work hard, mm, that you yeah. don't that you don't have to discipline yourself, that you don't have to make choices in order for you to support that dream. Because that's part and parcel for, for um, most of us. So I worked full time as a secretary for a long, long time. You know, I, I put myself through conservatory by working 20 to 25 hours a week for the Federalist Music Society as a secretary on a typewriter that wasn't a computer. <laughs> you put in the reps for sure. Maybe I put in the reps, you know, and it was like going to school at conservatory full time, working 20 hours a week doing when I was in conservatory, I spent a semester at the Eastman School of Music and I needed a job. Honey, I mopped floors. They didn't even want to give me that job. They were like, at that time, it was like, oh, you're a girl. We don't want to do that. And I was like, give me the mop, you know, <laughs> so. 
I can do this. I'm so glad you said that because people think, oh, dream and everything's going to come to you and it's natural. No. And most of the time you have to work harder at your dream than you do anything else. You do, because a lot of the resistance from the mental resistance goes, well, you know, it comes in so many forms. Well, look at so-and-so over there. They don't have to do this. You know, I mean, that can come in. Believe me, I had that voice, you know, why is it? I don't know. <laughs> so, and, you know and when you get there, when you finally know what that thing is, then you've got all the resistance from other people. Oh, so you my have God. to rise above that, right? Mm -hmm. So there's like two huge things playing against us. But I know that your music can really help us tune in to what we love to do can Absolutely. you tell me a little bit about how your what you do and it's just how it can help and how it can um just inspire someone who may be struggling or i know that you work with in setting intentions and how this is a fantastic way to do those things can you tell us a little bit about that um well let's go back to how I do what I do. And then, yes, we can definitely get to those intentions. Um, you know, when, when the crystal bowls came into my life, um, it was just somebody who said to me, you know, do you know what these are? Have you ever heard of them? And I said, no. And they said, these are right up your alley. Um, so I got one sight unseen and then Three weeks later, I had seven, and you know now. I mean, here we are, and oh, do you dust them all? No, just... <laughs> <laughs> no but I do play them all regularly, um, or as much as I possibly can. Um, so what I began to understand with the, with the crystal singing bowls is that when I played them, I felt calmer. And I began to have the experience of my mind quieting down. And what happens with this kind of sound, and I have some over here, I, you can't see them, but you know, this is one of my first crystal bowls. This is, this is um, a rose quartz bowl. And did I even bring a mallet? No, I gotta reach over for a mallet just so you can hear the sound. Um, and just everybody just take a moment here and you'll understand what I'm talking about so if you just close your eyes for a second and just let this sound um, begin to fill you Let's just say you have one, 
right? And here's our beautiful rose quartz. And we add another. sound is so soothing that when people hear it literally and tell me if you can't hear me because I'm I can hear you yes okay. um, but literally when people hear this sound within minutes things start to happen their breath begins to slow down, so the respiration begins to slow. The heart rate begins to slow. And those crazy thoughts that usually occupy our brain, our mind, They begin to slow down. You almost feel the vibration in your body as well. Exactly. So, that's exactly. amazing. Thank you for sharing that with us. So are they different notes and tones? And depending on, because um, I see there's so many different variations. So are they all tuned to different notes as well? Or well, the is it just come out in tuning? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, it's okay. Um, they they don't come out. Uh, you don't make a certain note okay. with these, these particular kinds of bowls. Um, you know, there are other instruments where you you set an uh, you know you set the 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 technical aspect for making um, the instrument, and then you determine that you want this to be a D or a C or a right. B. A. It doesn't work that way with with these particular kind of uh, alchemy crystal singing bowls. So the bowls are put into the we use uh, gem silica, uh, which is a quartz, and it is put into a graphite mold, and it is fired at four thousand degrees, and in into it into the mold is either infused into the gem silica or applied as a second firing are precious gemstones, minerals, metals, and um, I think it's just gemstones, minerals, and metals. Yes, so we might have like rose quartz or rose quartz with gold or um, emerald with platinum or diamond with... Okay. Um, you know, or Tibetan quartz on copper. So, you know, we have many, many, many different kinds of alchemies that we could call them alchemies because we're taking, we're taking uh, one substance, which is the gem silica or the, you know, or the gemstone and the metal, and we're blending it together. And now we're turning it, we're turning it, a metal or a gemstone into something that looks like this. Mm -hmm. So it is an alchemy. And it, it is an alchemy. It's a beautiful alchemy, actually. I'm learning so much today. I Thanks really so am. I'm just so <laughs> interested. 
<laughs> so interested. <laughs> so okay. what happens with all of that, you know, kind of back to your original question, which was a little while ago. So, so what happens is, is that when this is introduced, there's multiple things that are happening actually, because it's quartz based and because our physiognomy is in no small way also crystalline based in nature. Our skeletal system, parts of our brain, obviously all the fluids that run in our body, the water molecules, that, that's a quartz based structure as well. Um, we learned that from Masoto Emoto with the, with the nature of water. And, and so, because of that, there is a natural resonance between the sound of the bowls and, and our bodies and our own energy field. And the cool thing is, is that, that, that our skeletal system kind of acts like a big antenna for, for the quartz crystal. And so when we hear this sound, it comes into our energy field. And if people know about the chakras, you know, these are the, the energy centers or vortices of energy that we can locate them in the physical, but we also have chakras that work in our energy field, which can expand out usually for most people to six to nine feet. So once we have this sound, this vibration that's coming in, it's like the chakras go, wow, vibration, high vibration, I'll take that in. And they take that in and they send the message all the way down in through the brain, into the brain, into the central nervous system down the channel, which goes yippee, you know, and then it passes all of that all the way down to, to all of the energy centers in our body. And before you know it, we're vibrating, we're, we're receiving all the frequencies, we're vibrating, we've been entrained, literally, that big dominant sound of the bull has entrained us, started entraining us to that sound. And if you have intention, and you place intention with this, and the intention of the player or the receiver is that this sound is profoundly healing. It could be an intention of peace. It could be an intention of wellness. It could be an intention just to relax, right? and we receive that intention, it's like everything just kind of expands more, right? So we're, we're receiving very subtle frequencies of high vibrational, for lack of a better word, information. Mm. So, when I hear your music, mm -hmm. it makes me feel, okay, so yes, it is beautifully sounding and you know, very pleasant, but more than that, it feels like a massage for my soul, like the inside, yeah. because we all like going to massages and we feel it on the outside, but something about the, like the vibration, even now, like my hairs are standing up, um, something about the vibe, it just feels like this connection that I don't get from something else. Yeah. And it's for the inside. And I didn't understand until you just explained it about the skeletal system and how it just you know thank you for doing that because i can kind of it makes more sense to me i'm like why am i feeling this way so i love that you were able to connect that with the actual body like the physical body because it does it feels like a massage for the inner parts of of me mm -hmm. it is it's exactly what it is and it and and because it's it is like soul music and you know soul music when you hear it it doesn't have to be with bowls it can be and i'm not talking about r b and soul music i'm talking about <laughs> music that just when you hear it it just immediately 
touches something inside of you and has that place where it goes right into your heart, right into the emotions, right into that space that's most needing it, needing that sound, mm. you know, but there's something about the alchemy bowls, you know, when we, when we, and, and I'm one of the first people, I'm pioneer in this genre. I mean, we actually, we actually, for more, for, you know, more, more likely than not, you know, there were, there were a couple people that were creating music with the, with the crystal singing bowls prior to myself and Thomas Barkey, my producer. Um, but we were the ones, we were the very first ones and we continue to do this in, in all of the music we, we create that took it to a whole other level. I mean, my producer is just an incredibly world known producer for sacred vocal music and chant. And when we got together and we started putting the bowls inside of this, everything we did because of our expertise as musicians, you know, up until that point, pretty much anybody that was working with bowls was not a musician. Mm. They were, they were people that were really connecting into sound and they were loving the bowls. And so you might hear them, you know, chanting or singing. But when Thomas and I went in there with All Is Forgiven, which we did in 2006, my first album, all of a sudden we took this experience and we said, wow, what if we did this to it? And it went, boom, like this. <laughs> it took it to a level of artistry and beauty that had never happened before. And on some, on some levels, that's still continuing to happen because we just released some new music, um, just came out, and we've got an incredible new program that's coming out early 2024, which we're beta testing right now. But we, we, we've taken like sound healing and just put it into this place, sound healing with bowls, right? Mm -hmm. um, put it into this place of, you know, this is musical artistry and sound healing together. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I think that's part of the reason why people have that response to our music. Um, you know, we, we've had people that, the very first song we released and recorded was, it was an Ave Maria on, on um, All Is Forgiven. And literally we have millions and millions of people that have listened to this song and have had healings over and over and over again, just from that one piece. And if I had sung it without the bowls, it wouldn't have the impact that it did and if I had not had the bowls inside of the track when I was singing it, I don't know that what happened to me would have quite happened in the way that it did. Right. So, you know, there was, there is this high vibrational frequency of light and sound and color um, because the bowls, as you can see, you know, they're, they're, yes, all they're beautiful rainbow of beautiful colors. And, and when you take that, the color frequency, which our energy bodies are, is so responsive to, whether we can see it or not, we're still responding to that frequency of color. I'm looking down here at my rose quartz bowl and, 
you know, this, this beautiful bowl, which is, I don't know if you can see it, but let me see the platinum, the green and the iridescent. Yes. You know, this bowl is actually made of iron, you know, and it's a hundred percent pure quartz crystal. And this blue one, which is diamond and just, you know, several behind me here. So the color frequency, the sound frequency, which is truly angelic. There's just no other way around it. And, and your voice, your voice is so yes. precious. Yes. And the vocals too, because, uh, you know, the vocals are a huge part. I mean, I, my, my own experience of singing with the bowls changed my voice and changed the way I, I approached singing. I never sang the way I sang really mm. uh, until you merged I, them. I met the bowls and I was like, oh, this is, it's like this, you know, and I just began exploring and experimenting with that. And it was Thomas who said to me, you know, this is what you need to do. And, you know, and, and he's been like my cheerleader from, you know, for the That's last eight. Yes. You know, so. You know, and we're, we, we live in what I feel is such a broken world right now. Oh my God. And <laughs> I think people need this. I think they need this as much as they need um, other healing practices. And I yeah. think they need this in their daily life. And I yes. think this can really benefit not just uh, mental health, but illnesses and yeah. just, you know, the world is so torn and sad right now that I think people really need to, to feel more yes. and analyze less. And so I really invite people to listen to, to your music and to not just listen to it, but experience it and to feel it. And um, it's, it's, it's like medicine really. Can I share about this program that we're Yes, doing? I would love for you to do that. Uh, because just based on what you just said, um, mm. you know, one of the things that I felt so strongly about, uh, you know, we were talking earlier before we jumped on this, on, <laughs> on started recording the podcast, we were chatting, Neely and I, um, about uh, bringing music to children that, that are in need and, and they don't have the opportunity. And in some ways, I felt the same way about the bowls because I, I'm in a very privileged position. I, I believe that, um, you know, where how many people do you know that like have 110 crystal singing bowls, alchemy crystal? I mean, nobody that I know. I mean, I know a few people. They're all people who play crystal bowls. But, you know, I kept thinking about this for years. I'd been thinking about this and I wanted to give people a place where they could have like an in-depth sound healing experience and they wouldn't have to go out and and do the craziness <laughs> that I do but also I you know because sound healing right now is trending and we have you know we have we have people sound healing and bowls and didgeridoos and drums and you know it's it's become a big part of of the alternative healing scene but I kept thinking about this and going well but what about all the days in between when you can't go, you know, what are you doing then? And so my team, you know, in the etheric realms, my team said, Oh, you're going to do this project. And I was like, Oh really? What do you have in mind? <laughs> <laughs> and then one day they just gave me this download complete, you know, like from start soup to nuts. And they said, you're going to do this. And it's going to be look like this, 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 and this. 
And so finally, after actually years of working on this program, we're beta testing it right now to through the end of the year, and we'll be releasing it probably in, in um, February uh, 2024. And this is called Celestial Alignment for Healing. Mm. And it is a, it is a seven week online experience with me um, that you get to do for 90 minutes uh, live with me. And we are creating like an intentional group field to, to hold people in a healing space through sound. And you have like some crazy, like two and a half, three hours worth of recorded music. You have a 48 videos in, that will teach you about sound healing and how it works. And it ta- it's going to take you through what it's not a program to learn sound healing. It's a program of how you can deepen your experience mm-hmm. and your, your own wholeness, <clears throat> your own healing and wholeness through sound, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. And you can get a taste of this um, if you go to my YouTube channel, which is uh, Ashana or Sound of Ashana. Um, Ashana Music or Sound of Ashana, I think, is the the YouTube channel. We can put the links maybe, Neely. Yes, absolutely. Um, But you'll see two, two videos, actually three videos there. And one is called Cosmic Grace, which is the one we just released. Then there's a video, a guided meditation called The Golden Light of Healing. And then there's a mantra for healing, very powerful mantra called Om Apadamapa, which is a Sanskrit mantra for healing. And these are all part of that program. Okay, great. We release the music first, but what you really want to do is that seven weeks of sitting and being in a community of people Mm. that are focused and holding this space of light. And you'll be learning with me actually how to work with this music, how to use it, how to bring it into your life. And we're going to be walking you through all those tough places so that you don't just become a passive listener of music, but we're going to be learning different aspects of how to deepen that relationship so that you can experience some of these, you know, more freedom in your life, more love, more ease, more relaxation, quieting the mind, deeper connection with spirit. We ran like a five-day um, we ran a five-day meditation experience using the golden light of healing. And I, and I did that for my um, private Facebook group, which anybody can join. It's called Sounds of Spirit. And um, we, did, we ran this, and people are having the most amazing experiences when we create the container. Mm. So it's this container, and then you get to be with it on a daily basis and what happens after like you know 42 days of this is that you are at a new benchmark you're at a brand new place and way of being so um i really want to invite everybody to come and play with us yes Um, how would somebody join the um the the program well right now because we're beta testing we haven't yet you know the best thing to do is to just you know i think we've got a link for you to to watch videos and we've got a link for you guys to um i I know ashley ann my assistant is giving you a couple of free free giveaways 
So the minute you do that, then you'll be on our mailing list. <laughs> if you're on our mailing list, you're going to find out. You'll be one of the first people to find out about this. And, you know, we'll sounds, be giving... sounds beautiful. I always yeah. describe music and, and the healing that it creates as um, the only thing for me that reaches the parts that I thought were unreachable. Yeah. Yes. There's those parts in us that we didn't even know needed healing until yeah. they get there. And then you just melt like it's just magical. We were talking about how things can become magical. And um, until you experience it, people are sometimes skeptical. Mm -hmm. And until you experience it and until you're going through something in your life that uh, perhaps you have tried other remedies, you have tried other things. Mm -hmm. um, This is well, this is just something else that you can add to your arsenal. And that may, you may find works much better for you than some of these other traditional things that um, we turn to in times of despair and times of uh, uncertainty in life. And um, yeah, I really welcome everybody to, to, to be open to the experience. Um, You are a professional, you have been doing this all of your life. Um, I know that you are very musically trained, but also um, just, you know, you've done the work, you've done the reps, you've done, you know, if anybody's going to, um, if you guys are looking for anyone to follow, Ashana's the one. (laughs) So (laughs) honestly, like, um, yeah, life is just, it's hard. And we need to open up to these things. We need to Um, Because I know there's some people who may be listening who are all for it and ready to go. And then other people are maybe, well, I don't know if this would work for me, you know. So to those people, I say, (laughs) try it. Try it. Open your mind. And sometimes I think the more resistant, the people who have the more resistance are the ones who really need it the most, (laughs) you know. Well, you know, we when when Thomas and I started doing this, it was really really quite magical. We we said, you know what? We're going to record all these songs. We're going to write and record all these songs, and we're going to be going, watch the hand, watch the hand, and then behind it, there's all this other stuff that's happening <laughs> that you don't even realize what's going on. Yes. And that's I think the magic, you know, when there's when there's you know that place where we're resisting and what we're really resisting is coming into our connection with our inner essence mm-hmm. and and you know so believe me i've been there i know what that resistance feels like and and it's challenging because our conditioned mind is such a good protector mm-hmm. you know it, it gives us all these reasons to oh, don't do that, you know, it's going to take too much time, or isn't that silly, that's just a bunch of fluff, you know, it's, mm. it, and, and, and it tells us all these things, but if you can just pause it, <laughs> and just let that sound kind of just do its little thing, and before you know it, what might just start happening is you just start to soften mm-hmm. and relax. And when we can soft, as we, I would say, as we soften, as we relax, as we become more receptive, 
that inner essence, which is all about our peace. It's all about our joy. It's all about love. Mm. It's all about connection. It, it can help us dismantle the fear, dismantle the anxiety, dismantle our resistance. It becomes the most, and I didn't believe this until it started happening for me. Mm. It can become the best friend you ever had. So would, what would you say is the biggest gift you've ever given to yourself that changed the way you feel, the way you think of, of yourself? Is it the resistance, going through the resistance? Oh, wow. The best gift I've ever gave myself. Yeah, because the, the podcast is Giving Starts With You. And I mm -hmm. I always felt that if you don't allow yourself these gifts, even through the fear, despite yeah. all of these uh, things going on around you, um, and that your brain is telling you, when you finally give yourself that gift, whatever it may be, then you can start to give to others. You know, I I wouldn't... I wouldn't recognize it in the moment mm -hmm. as a gift, okay? What I do in the moments that I've been like that, been, been facing my fear and my anxiety, was I just did it. I just said, okay, I'm scared you know, shitless. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it anyway. I mean, this, let me tell you, just do I have time to tell you a little tiny story? Of course. Okay. So, um, my eyes don't work together, so I don't have, um, stereoptic vision. And my husband's native Hawaiian and we were, you know, one of the first times we were in Hawaii together visiting his family. And he took me to this place where, like from the time he was a little boy, they would jump off these lava cliffs and, and into this pool of water. And so he brings me on top of this, you know, we're climbing up the rocks, right? It's, it's on a beach that was very close to his family home. And, and we look down and he, and he goes, okay, we're going to jump. And the water's this beautiful turquoise, but it's on the big island, right? So it's black lava rock and, and, and it's the center. And I'm standing on the top of this and I'm going, I can't, I can't, I can't jump. And because I'm terrified, because for me, with my eyes, I have no spatial judge of how much is going to go from 20 feet to the water. And, and I'm paralyzed with fear. And he jumps into the water and he goes, honey, I'm right here. Just jump, jump right to me. And for 10 minutes solid, 15 minutes solid, I'm, I'm literally paralyzed. I'm standing at the edge. All I got to do is jump into the water. There's nothing. I'm not going to hit myself on any big bad rocks. You know, I, all I had to do was literally 
take a breath and jump. I'm paralyzed. I cannot move. I'm shaking. The part of my brain is going, you do this, you will die. Mm -hmm. And I, and there's the other part of me that's going, James is there. If he's in the water, I'll be okay. I can just jump. Now I'm crying. And finally, there was this part of me that was like, you know, the big F bomb. That was it. It was like this part that just says, I'm going to do this. I'm just going to do this. I'm going to do this. And I could feel a part of me going, no, no, no danger. Will Robinson danger. And the other part of me going, go. And it was like, no, go, no, go, no, go. And finally I just went, okay, boom, right into the water. And I went, oh, like this. It was like, literally, it was like three seconds to the water. Maybe if that, and I'm hit the water, go all the way into this pool. I know how to swim. Came back up to this and I was like, <gasps> like this. And I started shaking. I literally went into shock. I mean, I got out of the, I got out of the pool. I'm like, <laughs> because every cell in my body went into a state of, of, of shock from that experience because it was so far i moved out of my fear so fast and my husband was like it's okay it's okay he says lie down on the lava because the lava was really warm and i lay down the lava i'm shaking i'm shaking he's covering me with a towel i'm crying i'm going oh my god and as soon as the shaking stopped i got up and i said good let's do it again <laughs> all right and boom right into the water again and by that point it was bliss mm. It was pure joy. I'm swimming. I'm laughing. I'm crying for happiness. I'm so like, oh my God, I did it. I did it. I did it. I did it. I went past my fears. I jumped. I cried. It was hard. It was okay. I'm safe. Mm. And that is a model for all of us. You are going to be scared. It's it you guaranteed and was i thinking of it in the moment that i'm scared that this is a gift i'm giving myself no i was like i'm going to do this because i could feel so strongly the place in myself that said i can't and i could feel and see the potential of being in that beautiful turquoise water with this man who absolutely loves me with his hands wide open telling me i'm safe and it's going to be amazing and i went by pure faith and in the faith and in the retrospect, I look back and I go, oh my God, that was a gift. Mm. But in the moment, I didn't know it. Yes. Thank you for sharing that with us. I think a lot of us are going to be able to relate with, you know, take that in, in our own lives. And, and, uh, I think it's going to help. I hope. Thank you so much. Just do it. Yeah, exactly. no, you're gonna be afraid you're gonna be scared shitless just do it just do Shana, it we're getting to the end of our, our um, conversation sadly but oh. i just i want to ask you another question yeah. um, can you give us maybe one example of somebody that you've worked with that um because i'm sure there have been a lot of powerful stories that have come out of what you do but is there somebody or without using names that you can explain or express to us how your music has helped them in their life. Oh my goodness. 
because I know you work with a small pro, small groups as well, and also tour around the world and with large groups. But I'm sure you've moved many people, and I'm sure there are some powerful stories there. So, yeah, maybe just one, just to explain a little bit about the impact it had on someone's life. Well, I I would have to say. First of all, like with with some of my music, I I never hear uh, what happens for people. You know, um, I just know because people tell me that things happen for them, and I hear stories like that regularly. Um, but I think probably one of the most dramatic ones, which was really kind of mind blowing to me when it did happen was I was doing a concert in uh, Mount Shasta, California, many, many years ago. And this woman came in with, in a wheelchair. And she told me before the concert that she had broken her, her pelvis, had, has been in a continuous state, had been in a continuous state of being fractured in 11 places for years. And she was, she was you know, pretty much wheelchair um, bound. And I did this concert you know, it was like two hours of music and singing and chanting and bowls and, you know, all the kind of stuff we do. And um, the next day I was, I was walking in town and she and her husband walked up to me. Mm. She wasn't in a wheelchair. She walked up to me and they were beaming and they thanked me because it was the sounds and it was the music um, that she could walk. She got up out of the chair after the concert. It's like medicine. It just heals pain and, wow, gives people so much strength. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. It must be an incredible feeling for you knowing that your, your music impacts people in that way. It's a beautiful thing. And then that's another reason why you should follow your passion and follow your purpose and uh, live in, in, in your light, really just live the way, despite what everybody else wants for you, do what you love. Do what you because, love. Yeah. Because through that is how you can help others and help others heal as well as yourself. I'm sure that when you do the music, it's healing for yourself too on a daily basis. Oh my God. Are you kidding? Not just for others. <laughs> I'm sure you do it for others, but also for yourself. <laughs> I, you know, I do it primarily for myself. I, I have to, I, I have to say, because, you know, every day when I sing or I play instruments, you know, it's, it's, it's a reconnection for me. It's a, you know, the more, the more I sing, the more joy comes into my being. The more I play bowls, the more expansion I, I feel. And, and I tell all my students in my Crystal Ball Mastery Program, I tell all of them, I say, first and foremost, you got to remember, you're really doing this for you and it's okay. Yes. Uh, in the trailer, in the trailer to the show, I say, you know, thinking of yourself isn't selfish, it's brave. And more people need to do that honestly yeah that's amazing i'm going to post all your links in the show notes so everybody can get a hold of you um before people turn off our episode today 
Um, I will be adding uh, one of your videos that you have very generously um, shared with us so that people can experience a, a bit of this. And uh, I would love for feedback. I would love for people to connect with you and let you know how it made them feel. And uh, is there anything that we didn't talk about today that you wanted to mention before we, we go? Yeah. Well, two things, two yes. tiny. One is that the video that you're showing was just something I did in my bowl room a couple of weeks ago. Oh, great. So that's really kind of more like Ashana Unplugged. Okay. I'll give you experience. And when you want the real recorded music experience, go to the YouTube videos because that that's like the big thing. I'm going to check it out tonight right after my dinner. I'm going to yeah. put on my headphones, maybe light a candle, and I'm going to just experience just it. listen. Yeah. So that's, well, we did it that way so that you could just really see the beautiful bowls and the and hear them. But the second thing is, is that I, I have written a book called mm -hmm. Crystal Singing Bowls. The angelic sound of healing, relaxation, and spiritual awakening, and it it has been a bestseller on Amazon in its little niche, and it looks like this. Beautiful, um, we, I love we, that. Yeah, and we just recorded the audio version, which is out, so you can get it on Audible. And the audio version is beautiful because it's me. Um, okay. Narration, and we have all this little music floating in and out of it, so. Um, it's just a beautiful, beautiful book. So if you're interested about the bowls and you want to learn more and it's full of stories and, and you get companion videos with it. I so, love that. It's um, very so interactive. That's that. It is interactive. So. You're all about the experience, you know, having people uh, really feel it and, and understand it and get the most that they can out of it, even with your the upcoming program. Exactly. That's wonderful. Um, I can't say enough how much I enjoyed learning from you today and connecting with you. And um, I so respect that you do what you love and that you've made a living out of it and that you've helped many people. Um, that is not something that many people get to do. And uh, you've put in the work, definitely. And I really appreciate you coming here and sharing it with us and uh, teaching me quite a bit of things that I didn't know about previously. And I can't wait to discover more. So thank you for your conversation today. Oh, thank you, Nelia. Thank you and blessings to everybody. <laughs>
Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe or leave a review. See you next week on the Giving Starts With You podcast.